We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest episode of KCSN Update with the stories, stats, headlines, and rumors people are talking about to get you caught up on all things regarding the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Rotating guests with different perspectives. The latest episode of KCSN Update, presented by DraftKings, begins now. What is up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome into today's episode of KCSN Update. Hope you had a wonderful 4th of July. I got to spend it with you and yours. I hope you had a wonderful time. One of my favorite holidays of the year just because it screams summertime and my birthday's kind of close by. Probably a little bias on that one, but do love the 4th of July. I hope you guys had a great time. 4th of July means that we are almost here for football. That means that football is a month away. I've got some important dates that you guys need to know as well. As a 53-man roster projection, if you did click on this video, thank you for watching. Make sure to hit the like, hit the subscribe. We'll have a ton of content for you uh, to, leading up to training camp, to those big days in St. Joe where we get to really see this team kind of flesh out for the 2023-2024 season. If you're listening to the podcast, really appreciate you as well. Make sure to give us a, a follow, a subscribe, whatever you listen to your podcast. We really appreciate you guys hanging out with us here. And speaking of important dates, I've got one important date to tell you right off the top of the off the jump july 29th we're having our golf tournament for the kcsn foundation the tacos and bourbon golf tournament there's going to be obviously tacos there's going to be bourbon shout out to our sponsors holiday distillery mission taco joint they do wonderful work and they get to pair with us to give us tacos and bourbon for the golf tournament amazing there'll be giveaways there'll be goodies everything that you love to to see at a golf tournament they also have a chance at a one million dollar shot there's a link in the description wherever you're listening to this on the on the podcast watching the video the link is still in the description you can sign up there's only a few teams left so make sure you jump on that as we are going to be having a good time at sunflower hills golf course in i believe that's bonner Springs, kind of over there by the racetrack if you're familiar with the with the kck area uh sunflower hills played that golf course a few times it's a fun one there's a couple of tricky holes on the back nine so if you're a golfer want to come out and support uh what we do we really appreciate you you hopping on that so thank you but let's get into uh, some other dates you need to know here july 17th is the first one i have down on my list now this isn't like traditionally a date that i think the chiefs really need to pay attention to because it is the deadline for franchise tag players to sign multi-year extensions Chiefs don't have anybody franchise tagged. They didn't franchise tag anybody, so they do not have to really worry about that. Uh, the date last year was like for Orlando Brown. 
but I do think that this could be kind of a pseudo deadline, a, a, a soft deadline probably is, is the better way to put it. I believe that's how uh, Charles Goodman of Chiefswire put it as a soft deadline uh, for Chris Jones to sign his extension. It's, it's not really like going to be huge if he doesn't sign it by this day, but it also, if he signed it before it, it wouldn't surprise me either, but that's kind of the ballpark that we're looking for, for a Chris Jones extension. Now I went back and looked cause I was curious. I started thinking, I remember when Chris Jones signed his extension last time. It was during the summertime. It was July 14th of 2020. So it's going to be around that ballpark when that extension does get done, when everybody's kind of gearing up for this next year. They're still kind of on vacation on a cool down mode a little bit. Patrick Holmes just got done golfing with Steph Curry. So, I mean, I don't know if really anybody's too incredibly inclined to get this deal done as soon as possible. I think both sides are very motivated to get the deal done. I think the deal will get done but I don't think it'll happen until about mid-July. July 14th, like as I said last time, July 17th is the deadline uh, for franchise tag players to sign their multi-year contract extension. Um, again, that franchise tag does not have anything to do with the Chiefs, but I do think that that is a soft deadline for Chris Jones and his extension. Now, just the next day on July 18th, that's when rookies can report to St. Joseph, Missouri for training camp. Uh, listen, if you know me, I love training camp. I love going out there. That is the best opportunity you do get as a fan to get as much access to these players as possible. You can see them warm up. You get to be, you know, within arm's length of these guys sometimes. And they'll have autograph sessions to go check out as well. So go on over to the Chiefs Wire. He's got the schedule of everything Charles Goldman does there, of everything that you need to know about those training camp days. There's a couple of days where you're going to have to pay for admission, but overall, it's free. Parking, I believe, is $5. So make sure. Uh, make, make sure to get out there at training camp if you can. It's a, it's a wonderful time. Take the kids. Take just yourself. I go by myself all the time, and I love to do it. I love to get out there and, and see these guys before you know they put that Super Bowl caliber team out there on the field. It's kind of cool to see them whittle the roster down as they go as well. And July 22nd is when all vets will report for training camp, and the next day is the first day of practices in St. Joe, it's a very exciting time. We're getting there uh, at the very end. July 23rd is a Sunday. You might be thinking, Tucker, that seems a little weird. I think it seems a little weird, too. But that's fine. July 23rd, first day of practices, and training camp will run through August 17th with the Chiefs' first preseason game coming on August 13th. And then they have a game on the 19th after that. And so, and then they play the next Saturday. I can't remember that date off the top of my head. Apologize. But very exciting time. Football is almost here. That 4th of July, as I said... It's like, it's like football's coming right up. So I'll be looking out for that. Chris Jones extension may be coming in the middle of this month and then training camp as well. So enough of uh, enough uh, updates of me talking, enough updates of the, 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 the dates, everything like that. What you clicked on this video for, what you listened to this podcast for, what you downloaded this podcast for was to hear a 53-man pre-training camp roster projection. 53-man roster projection. That's what I'm here to do. I've been working on this for about a couple weeks now, been fine-tuning things. If you are a member of the KCSN Substack, kcsn.substack.com, you can get that for $30 a year, and you can get these premium emails into your inbox all the time, too. Kent Swanson did a 53-man roster projection, oh, I want to say about a month or two ago, a month, month and a half ago. We don't agree on, on some of our picks. We've had conversations about them, but I want to know what you guys think about this 53-man roster projection. Let's get started right now. Let's start with the quarterback position. And when, when Ken Swanson and I were kind of talking about the quarterback position and we were asked a question on 21 questions about, you know, what position groups are in Sharpie? And I first instinctually said quarterback, 
But there's actually a bit of a, of a conversation about that whole position group of quarterback. If you look over at what I have for quarterbacks here, I've got Patrick Mahomes obviously making the roster and Blaine Gabbert making the roster as well. Blaine was signed as that second string quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. But I only have them keeping two quarterbacks, which wouldn't be uh, too bizarre in the past, right? Because Shane Bouchelle usually was on the practice squad. I know there's a lot of conversation about how how much growth Shane Bouchelle has gone has, has has obtained in these last few years on top of him and Mahomes getting along very well. Liam Gabbard has come in and kind of fill that Chad Henney role uh, as, as the veteran in that quarterback room. And a lot of people believe that if Shane Bouchelle again, doesn't make the roster, he's probably going to end up on another team. So that's another way that you can justify adding him to the roster in this, in this 53 man uh, prediction. And I don't disagree with that. I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of bubble players that we'll get to talk about, we'll get to, but Shane Bichelle being one of them has a very interesting case to make the roster here. Um, and I'm curious to see what they do, but I do think that they're only going to keep two quarterbacks. We've seen that in the past. They've just got so many other positions where they need to keep maybe an extra guy or two that I think that quarterback being that position where they only keep two is going to be uh, one to look out for. So let me know in the comments what you think. Let me know uh, on Twitter. Follow me at Tucker D. Franklin. Uh, tweet at me what you think about the Chiefs only keeping two quarterbacks. Do you think Shane Bouchelle makes the roster? Do you think they th take three quarterbacks? Or do you think Shane Bouchelle beats out Blaine Gabbert? We'll have to see. Uh, but let me know what you think in the comments section. And let's get on to the next position group. That's the running back position group, but a lot of questions around this position group. I've got them taking four running backs and keeping four running backs for this 2023-2024 season. Isaiah Pacheco with Jarek McKinnon, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and Daenerik Prince might be a surprise to some people, but uh, he's gotten a lot of buzz out of training camp. Uh, I know a lot of people out of rookie minicamp, I should say, and just uh, the mandatory minicamp the Chiefs just did a couple weeks ago. A lot of people were talking about Denaric Prince, his work ethic. I sat down with Eric Gauco, who Denaric Prince was at the East West Shrine Bowl, a guy uh, that, that Eric Gauco recruited and getting into that all-star game. And a guy that we got to see at the East West Shrine Bowl, who's very Pacheco-like and seems to be the style of running back the Chiefs uh, tend to prefer. So I'm very excited to see what he can do in the offense, not only just offensively, but also in special teams as well. Can he have a good, can he contribute to the special teams on the special team side of the ball to justify him having a roster spot like this? Because when we talk about these running back fours, these wide receiver sixes or seven, these linebacker fives, these safety fives, those guys who are at the edge, the bubble of the roster, they really need to contribute on special teams as well if they're going to hang in this team and they got to get on Dave Tobe's good side because we know Dave Tobe has a bit of a say in what goes on with the special teams of this team. But I've got for my running backs Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Denaric Prince, no particular order. Don't read into that. I just, <laughs> just put them in, in the order that they came to my head uh, in, in terms of those running backs that they have. I, I really like this running back room. Love to see what they can do with, with four running backs like this, and, you know, it's a game of attrition. Running backs tend to miss up to three games a year now, so it's good to have uh, guys like that on the roster. But before we get into any further of this 53-man uh, roster prediction, got to take a break. We'll be right back after this. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. All right, welcome back into today's episode of KCS and Update. I'm Tucker Franklin hanging out with you here, giving you my 53-man roster prediction pre-training camp. Obviously, don't know a whole lot going into this. This is just the kind of the vibes I'm getting from the team prior to training camp when they take the field in St. Joe on July 23rd. So let's go ahead and move on to the next position. I've got tight end down as my next position. So I've got them keeping two quarterbacks. The Chiefs are keeping two quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Blaine Gabbard, four running backs, with Daneric Prince, Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Those are the those are the positions we've gone over now. Now let's get into tight end. They're obviously keeping Travis Kelsey. I've got them keeping four tight ends. That might be a surprise to some people. Got them keeping four tight ends with Travis Kelsey, Noah Gray, Jody Fordson, and Blake Bell. Look, I couldn't justify leaving one of these tight ends off of it. As I was going through the list trying to see where I could trim and maybe where I could add somebody else, where I could see a path to... Maybe another wide receiver making the roster or another uh, defensive lineman or another safety, another special teams guy. I couldn't see leaving off Blake Bell or Noah Gray. Now, the Chiefs don't have a fullback on their roster right now, and I think that they're going to probably still have that fullback role, you could per se, in their offense. And I think that that probably will fall on Blake Bell, Noah Gray. And we've seen the Chiefs use so many 13 personnel sets with where they go three tight ends, four tight end sets. They love to use tight ends. They love what these guys have done uh, for the chiefs in the past. So I couldn't justify not leaving one of those guys off. Now, would I be surprised if Blake bell doesn't end up on this roster? I don't know if surprise is the right word. I don't think that that would really shock me or surprise me all that much. If Blake bell is the odd man out on this, there's just so many different position groups that you can see maybe adding another guy, maybe taking away another guy to add another guy elsewhere. This is one of those positions, but I've got Blake Bell making this team with Jody Fordson, Noah Gray, and Travis Kelsey. Let me know what you guys think. Um, I'm curious to what you guys think about uh, the tight end room because I know it's kind of one of those rooms that is talked about a whole lot in terms of how are you going to get some of these guys like these wide receivers we're about to go over next into the team, and that's probably one of the areas that you could shave a spot to get another wide receiver. So let's go ahead and talk about those wide receivers. I've got six making the team. I know it's been talked about seven, maybe seven, maybe six. I think six is probably the number that they're going to go with. Um, and I'm sure you guys are all on pins and needles wondering what that six wide receiver I have in there. But I've got Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Rasheed Rice, Sky Moore, Justin Watson, Kadarius Tony, and that six wide receiver that I have 
is Richie James. Look, and I know a lot of people, uh, Ken Swanson included, has has Justin Ross making the roster. Would not be surprised at all if Justin Ross made the roster. Uh, I the, the thing that I get held up with Justin Ross is I have not seen him in shoulder pads. It's a point that uh, Kader, or Kadarius Tony. I was looking at Kadarius Tony's name. A point that Carrington Harrison brought up on one of these KCS and updates. Haven't really seen him in shoulder pads since 2018. So that does worry me a little bit. He does look like he's playing well. Everybody's raving about him. The the social team's hyping him up, everything. Uh, you get to see the whole hype train with Justin Ross. Would not be shocked if he makes this roster at all. I think Richie James adds a little bit more in the special teams department, as we've seen in the past, and he's done it at the NFL level where he actually plays uh, special teams, uh, punt return, kick return type, stuff like that. And even, you know, on kickoff, kickoff return, uh, punt, punt block, stuff like that. So he could he could be valuable in, in that asset as well. And I think, as I mentioned earlier, when you're coming down to wide receiver six, uh, wide receiver seven, running back four, these fringe areas, these guys got to be able to play special teams. I'm not saying that Justin Ross can't. I'm saying that Richie James has done it at an NFL level before. He's played special teams at an NFL level. Um, so I'm penciling him in right now. Now, that's a very flexible position. I think you can make a good case for a lot of players on this team right now at wide receiver number six. I think that there is there is a very good case for a lot of the wide receivers that we, we haven't really talked about a whole lot uh, to make this roster. And that's what makes it so fun, right, going into training camp. Not really sure on the wide receiver department. So let me know in the comment section below who you think that wide receiver six will be. Like I said, wouldn't be surprised to see Justin Ross make that. Wouldn't be surprised to see John Ross, you know, Richie James. I've got him in right now. Amir Smith-Marset's a guy who's been working out a whole lot with, with these receivers you know, off-site. Uh, so we'll see how it goes down. Uh, the wide receiver room is, is one of the more contentious position groups when it comes to roster projections. So let me know in the comment section below what wide receiver you think that you will see. Tweet at me at Tucker D. Franklin if you uh, want to let me know what you think about that wide receiver room. But let's go to the trenches. Let's go inside the trenches. We've got 10 offensive linemen making it. Now, again, going back to the wide receivers, could I have kept seven wide receivers? Could I have put Justin Ross in the wide receiver? Yes, I could have. I think keeping 10 offensive linemen is more important than keeping uh, seven wide receivers. Just my opinion. That's what I think. I think keeping 10 offensive linemen on this on this team is a little bit more important than adding that seventh wide receiver. So here's what I got there offensive line. No particular order. No particular order at all. Juwan Taylor, Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, Donovan Smith, Wanya Morris, Nick Allegretti, Darian Kennard, Prince Tega Winogo, and Lucas Niang. Lucas Niang was a bubble guy for me, one of the last guys I put down. Because like I mentioned, I could see you keeping Shane Bouchelle instead of Lucas Niang. I could see you keeping uh, Justin Ross over Lucas Niang. It's going to turn out, it's going to end up being how they perform at training camp. Heading into training camp, this is what I have down right now. Uh, I do think that, you know, it, it, it does mean something that Lucas Niang went into the Super Bowl uh, when Andrew Wiley had to go out because he checked in as eligible. that I think that still means something uh, a little bit there. But Wanya Morris, a very talented rookie, I think they're going to keep him on the team as well. Nick Allegretti, a guy who's incredibly versatile in the interior of that offensive line, kind of a glue guy, I would say. I think you need to keep him on this team. Darren Kennard, 
He's working his way to a guard role, a guard type role, but still can play that tackle. So a good guy who can kind of play inside and outside. Uh, Prince Tegawanogo, a guy again playing tackle, could be your swing tackle role. Lucas Niang again, a swing tackle. And you talk about obviously those those first five guys I mentioned are the five guys I do think that will uh, start the season on the offensive line with Jawan Taylor, Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, Donovan Smith. Now, you think I, I you you could talk me into it, Donovan Smith being left tackle, Jawan Taylor being right tackle. I think Andy Hag, this again pre training camp don't really know a whole lot. They've been working through a whole bunch of different configurations with all this stuff. But I think that uh, they'll they'll play the five best guys. That's kind of how they'll roll with Andy Heck and Andy Reid. The five best guys will be out there on the offensive line, no doubt about that. So very excited to see those position groups as well because that's a crowded offensive line room as well. And they and I think this 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 year's offensive line full of depth. I think when you look when you start to look at this list of Nick Allegretti in the interior, uh, Darian Kennard can play some interior. Prince Tega Winogo, uh, Lucas Niang, some tackles. Wanya Morris, a guy who can play the interior and the exterior as well. So there's a lot of depth, a lot of versatility on this offensive line. Uh, when you talk about the the twos, I think that's, I think those are five pretty good offensive linemen. I feel comfortable with, and listen, as I mentioned before with the running backs, it's a game of attrition. Now you got to have guys to step up when you need to step up. That's what we're doing here with the offensive line. That's why I've got 10 offensive linemen on my 53-man roster prediction for the pre-training camp. So let's go back on the offense. I've got two quarterbacks with Blaine Gabbert and Patrick Mahomes. I've got four running backs, Deneric Prince, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and Jarek McKinnon. Uh, those are my four running backs right there. Go to the tight ends. I'm keeping four tight ends as well. Travis Kelsey, Blake Bell, Jody Fordson, and, of course, uh, wait, Travis Kelsey, Blake Bell, Jody Fordson. Oh, and Noah Gray. How could I forget Noah Gray, the white stallion? Cannot forget about Noah Gray. Keeping four tight ends there. And going to the wide receiver room, only keeping six wide receivers. Marquez Valdez-Scaling, Rasheed Rice, Sky Moore, Justin Watson, Kadarius Toney, and Richie James. And, of course, I just ran through the 10 offensive linemen that we are keeping. So that's what I got on the offensive side of the ball. Let me know what you think in the comments section or tweet at me or let us know in a review a five-star review, hopefully, what you think about my offensive projections. A lot of that stuff's up in the air right now. Uh, as I mentioned with the wide receivers, I could be swayed on a lot of different things. I think there's a lot of different paths for a lot of different guys to make this roster. That's kind of what I see it going into uh, for this year. But let's hit the defensive side of the ball. Let's go ahead and start in the trenches as well on the defensive side of the ball with the defensive line. I didn't split it up um, with, with edges and interior guys. All defensive linemen. And I've got nine of them. I've got keeping nine guys on the defensive side of the ball. Chris Jones, Derek Natty, Tershawn Wharton, Keandre Coburn, Charles Aminahue, George Karloftis, Mike Dana, Felix Indudike Uzoma, and BJ Thompson. I don't think there's a whole lot of surprises here. I think that's what a lot of people uh, expect to see when it comes to the defensive line. I could have thrown in maybe a 10th guy in Truman Jones, a guy we know that they're, the, the Chiefs are pretty high on, a high-priority undrafted free agent for the team. Um, but I think that this is kind of what is expected to go into. Now, I wouldn't be surprised, too, if they do end up signing, uh, say, Carlos Dunlap or another veteran guy to add him into this list. Maybe B.J. Thompson slides off of it. Maybe they do add that 10th guy. But again, as I talk about roster construction and everything like that, it's one of those positions where you might pull back to add somewhere else. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the defensive line. I think that 
these guys right here are pretty solid. I, I think that that's kind of where it's going to go unless they do sign somebody like a Carlos Dunlap, a veteran that can come in and produce and be a leader in that interior or that, that edge room, I think is going to be uh, kind of big there for uh, the, the defense. And I listen, you guys know I'm, I'm pretty high on the defense this year. I think that's a good looking uh, interior out exterior defensive line pairing because a lot of those guys can play inside and outside. That's going to be really big. Charles Aminahue are the guy, Chris Jones-esque, where you could say he can play on the inside. He can be productive on the outside. A little bit lighter than Chris Jones, but uh, very excited to see what they can do versatility-wise with that defensive line. And kind of the no stakes really on Felix Anudike Uzoma coming into this year, not as much as George Karloftis maybe had last year with you know, kind of needing to step up and produce a little bit. So the Chiefs had a, had a had a pretty good defense. I don't think Felix has those same expectations that George Karloftis did coming in to 2022 and uh, to 2023. I think Felix is going to be going to be a very good player, and I'm very excited for it. And another position group that I think could be pretty interesting to see how it all plays out is the linebacker position. I'm keeping five of them. I'm keeping five linebackers on this team. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, we talk about linebacker five, linebacker four. Those guys are going to be needing to be guys that are they're playing uh, special teams. They're getting a lot of snaps on the special team side of things. So what I have for my five linebackers, Nick Bolton, Willie Gay Jr., Drew Tranquil, Leo Chanel, and Isaiah Moore. Isaiah Moore might be a surprise to some people. Well, the Chiefs really like him. I think he's been playing really well during the minicamp, obviously. I wouldn't be shocked if Jack Conkren ends up on this list. I do think that um, that they kind of have similar roles in the in the sort of in 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 this team is uh special teams heavy guys that can come in and play a lot of special teams. Say more uh very willing to play special teams. Same thing as Jack Conkren. That's one of those guys that I think is kind of uh it's going to be that's going to be a position one to watch. I think that's going to be a good one to watch at training camp if you're going to keep an eye on the linebackers. See, okay, how's Isaiah Moore doing? How's Jack Conker doing? How what what reps are those guys getting on the special team side of things? It's going to be really interesting because I think that those linebackers like Leo Chanel, Isaiah Moore, Jack Conkren, those guys are playing a lot of special teams. Um, the just their con contributions to the team is going to be a lot on the on the uh, special team side of the ball. But Leo Chanel, we saw him step up a whole lot last season when playing on the defensive side of the ball as linebacker. So very excited to see that there. Drew Tranquil, obviously a huge addition for this team. Uh, I'm very high on Drew Tranquil and what he can do. Uh, he can blitz. He can cover. He can get sacks. He can. He can stop the run. He can do it all. Uh, he can get out there in the flat and cover guys. So very excited to see what he can do in this offense with Nick Bolton and Willie Gay. That's, I think Drew Tranquil is like a mix of Nick Bolton and Willie Gay, and it's kind of crazy to have all those linebackers in. The linebacker room makes me really excited. I think there's a lot of things uh, that can be done with this linebacker room. And let me know what you think in the comment section below about the linebackers and the defensive so far that I've got for you. I've got uh, five linebackers, nine defensive linemen, Lots going on here on the defense, and I'm very excited to share the back half of my 53-man roster prediction coming up right after this. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Welcome back into KCS and Update. I'm hanging out, giving you my 53-man roster prediction before training camp, pre-training camp, 53-man roster prediction. Thank you for sticking around, watching us, listening, whatever you're doing. We appreciate you. Hopefully, you had a great 4th of July with you and yours. 
But let's get back into it. I just left off with the defensive side of the ball. Nine defensive linemen, five linebackers. Now let's get to the cornerback position that we have here on the 53-man roster preview. And I have five cornerbacks as well making the roster. Obviously, Legereus Sneed, Trent McDuffie, Jalen Watson, Joshua Williams. I don't know. Again, we're getting to a crossroads with that cornerback. Five position being one that going to be a specialist here. It's going to be a guy who plays a lot on special teams. I'm giving that nod to Nazee Johnson. Again, Nick Jones could be a guy that I would not be shocked at all if he ends up on this, uh, I want to say, opening day roster, right? It's not the baseball term, but uh, first week of the season roster wouldn't be shocked if he ends up on that final roster. And Nazee Johnson just has a lot of experience, again, in that uh, special teams role. Could like Could see him playing a lot of special teams. He kind of stepped up a lot uh, to after Chris Lamonds was poached off the practice squad from the Cincinnati Bengals. How cruel, how cruel of them to do. Ken Swanson, not a fan of that move. But again, you're talking about cornerback five being a guy where he plays a lot of special teams. That's Nazee Johnson. That's Nick Jones. I gave Nazee Johnson the nod for that so far this year. So let's get to the safeties. We're going to wrap up here with some uh, of the defensive backfield. I've got five safeties as well. Justin Reed, Brian Cook, Mike Edwards, Dion Bush, and Shamari Connor. Shamari Connor is going to be a guy that I think uh, could play a lot of special teams as well. They, they talked about him a lot in terms of his special teams abilities. I think that's exciting to see what he can do in the special teams department, especially as a young guy. But you look at the safety room of Justin Reed, Brian Cook, Mike Edwards, Dion Bush. Dion Bush, another guy that adds a lot in the special teams. But Mike Edwards, Brian Cook really came on last year. I think Mike Edwards is a good addition to that room. And Justin Reed is obviously the the savvy veteran, you could say, in the in the defensive backfield. The guy that has all the years uh, from all those guys back there. Still pretty young, but a guy who is who is now that veteran, that presence back there with all of those young guys. A lot of second, third-year players going on in the backfield for the Kansas City Chiefs uh, secondary. So well, let me know what you think about my secondary I've got there. Um, I, I think there's a, there's a couple of pieces. Like I mentioned, Shamari Connor could be a guy that uh, could be on the fringe if the Chiefs want to add somebody else on the offensive side of the ball. And, of course, uh, you know, when you talk about cornerback five, linebacker five, could they only take four linebackers at another corner? Yeah, there's a bunch of different configurations they can do. This is what I see it now is five, five, and five. Um, and I've only got them, uh, I only have them at nine defensive linemen. Uh, I'm taking one from the defense and putting it on the offense. When you talk about, when you're thinking about a 53-man roster, 50 on the offense, 50 on the defense, and three specialists, which we'll go ahead and get to now. Uh, not a shock. I think that this might be the least shocking one is, is a specialist. I've got Tommy Townsend as my punter. Harrison Bucker as the kicker. Long snapper James Winchester. Probably should have started off the video getting these three out of the way uh, because they are very much expected. I'm they don't have anybody else on the roster competing for these spots. So those are the three specialists. Those are the 53 people that I have on my my 53-man roster prediction pre-training camp. So appreciate you guys uh, listening, watching all the way to the end. Let me know what you think in the comments section. I do think that there are some very interesting position battles that you do need to be watching. I think linebacker is going to be one of those big ones to see between Jack Conkren, between um, Isaiah Moore. Leo Chanel, I think, has a spot on this roster, but I think it's going to be interesting to see how they use all of those linebackers as well as a lot of the D-backs they've signed and wide receivers. Uh, the, 
those one-on-ones with the with the cornerbacks and defensive backs are going to be really fun to watch because there's going to be some guys fighting for a roster spot, roster position. So um, I'm very excited to see training camp right around the corner. And listen, July 23rd, end of the month here, we're going to be having some actual football to talk about, some football where they're getting ready to play some games that I'm not going to say meaningful games. They're getting ready to play football games, and that's incredibly exciting after an offseason where – Chiefs are Super Bowl champs coming off of another Super Bowl victory. There's been a lot of chatter from a lot of different teams, uh, especially on, on some of these places. But appreciate you watching all the way until the end of the video. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below about a 53-man roster projection. Who are some of the guys that you didn't see on the list that you want to see on the list? And who are some guys that you see on here that you're pounding the table for? Who's some of those guys that you say, yep, I want him on this Kansas City Chiefs roster? I think it's going to be a very exciting time in Kansas City coming up here with uh, training camp right around the corner. Keep your eyes out for a Chris Jones extension as well. Could be happening. The pin could drop. The ink could dry at any time with a Chris Jones extension. So I appreciate you guys, as always, watching, listening, viewing, and make sure if you are not signed up for the KCSN Golf Tournament on July 29th, go hit that up in the link in the description. You can find uh, a, a donation page if you can't make it, but want to help support what we do with the KCSM Foundation to the My First Game uh, that we partner with the Boys and Girls Club. We, we give tickets to the Boys and Girls Club to help kids go to their first time, first game at Arrowhead. I remember my first time at Arrowhead. Insane. I'm glad that we're giving kids the experience to go to Arrowhead as well. We also have the Feed It Forward campaign that we partner with Hope Faith Ministries, the homeless shelter in downtown Kansas City. And then uh, also all kinds of other stuff that we do. The Hope of KC, the, the Solar KC raffle along, along Christmas time we do with the uh, Operation Breakthrough with their Christmas store. Always a great time as well. So if you want to help out with any of those, link is in the description as well. And we appreciate you sticking with KCS during these summer months. We know it's good. It's, uh, we're almost there. We're almost to actual football content. And we appreciate you guys so greatly for helping us do what we love to do. So I'll be back tomorrow with another episode. So until then... I'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.